FM. Yo, 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 welcome everybody, it is Thursday, it is 9, so it's UK Cowboys time uh, of Joining me this week, we've got uh, Mr Buckfast himself, Paul Stewart We do oh, yeah. have as well, old Grazies and King of Cowboys conversation uh, Triple H as he's known in UK Cowboys, great friend of ours Brilliant analyst from uh, Cowboys Media Team. We've got the great and powerful Heckma Harrison. How yeah! are you doing, brother? Guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Is that things I, am, I, am, I am good, but as fate would have it, for any technical difficulties. You know, <laughs> this is just how this whole thing happens. It would happen to me. That I, and I'm just going to keep talking until this thing clears up because ain't no way, <laughs> there's no way I'm getting off of this with y'all because this has got to yeah. work, man. This has got to. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Right. We can see you. Right, Looking beautiful. Looking beautiful. Looking beautiful. Hey. Yes. Good, What's up, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> not once, not twice, but third time's a charm for Hackman. Look, he's back again. <laughs> Paul, you're looking good in that 80. Is that an 82? Is that an 82 oh, you're wearing? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. You look like such a stud in that, bro. I love <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, you gotta tell you what. Hey, Graham, handsome as ever. What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, how are you? Oh, good, <laughs> I still yes. have visions of the 24 hour show bringing in the noise. <laughs> I, hey, man, I had to wake y'all up, man. Y'all was slacking, man. I know it, it, y'all have been doing y'all thing for quite some time, and I was watching it, and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, come on now. If they going to actually pull this off, I'm going to have – they going to need my help. So that's what that was about. Y'all y'all, seem like y'all was slacking a little bit, so I had to pull up. <laughs> we, need, we needed the hype. We needed the hype train in oh, the building. Um, but – yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, funnily enough, what's really funny is it's quite ironic that on Sunday we're watching the game, typing uh -huh. away as we do on Twitter, and it's like, look, and it was like, the, the, one of the tweets we put out, it was like, we love the Cowboys, we love their winning. Biggest thing, though, for us is friends and family back in the stadium. Within minutes, there's a photo of Heckman with his family, just uh, every really? single one of them smiling. We're like, that's what we're on about. <laughs> Do you know how good it feels? Like, I, and I'm sure you guys are feeling the same way. At least I hope. I, I don't know the conditions of the streets <laughs> over there, but 
you know, it feels so good to just be around people again, being able to go see your family. That's the yeah. that's the normal. That's the normal. The things that you took for granted. I think twenty twenty taught us that you can take nothing for granted. So Absolutely. taking my family, taking my family to a football game, the smiles that you see are all genuine. All right, I didn't have to tell them, hey, you better smile for the camera. My people in the UK is watching. It's all genuine, man, that you get from us because again, like, hey, we are just as happy as everybody. To have normalcy back and having fans in the stands is awesome, bro. It was, oh, it was, it was the, the the highlight for us. Well, I mean, winning as well, but that, yeah. that that's that's subsidiary to the friends and family. Wow. Um, but we are glad. It's like it, it, speaking to you, as I say, over over the weekend, and it was like, you know, do you want to join us? And you're like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll be on this so quick. I'll headphones on so fast. I give myself headphone burn. So. Um, <laughs> Funny that we, we bring you in and literally, like Wednesday for us over here in the UK, it's quite a calm and quiet day. Like everyone takes a break, Twitter, our Facebook and our Twitter, kind of, it calms down a little bit. It's that little lull in the week, but no, the Cowboys had better things to do. Yes, they came in with a punch and, I, and immediately we're all in, we're all on our group chat. And we're like, well, what a week to have Heckmer on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right on. No, man, it's um what a week we've had, man. Like, I think Cowboy yeah. fans, everybody that the whole I think Jalen Smith, I don't care who you are, this the whole thing that's happened with Jalen Smith has been it's been crazy, man. I, I didn't expect it. Um I yeah, no I think nobody did. So when when I received the I received the news in a group chat that uh, he had been released and I I was shocked, man. But yeah. the one thing, the one thing about it, and so much information has been shared about the contract and how the situ- how the decision was made. I just feel like if after you see him go to Green Bay uh, and him land on his feet, and you know what we have as as our linebackers, I, I think it's going to be a, a great move for both organizations. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a great place to start. I mean, let's start with the news and updates that we always start on. And we'll kick straight into the Jalen Smith news because we'll get some takes from you, give a give a few of ours as well. So first of all, uh, Keanu Neal, Bradley and I, and Carlos Watkins all back in the building practicing. Good news. Uh, Diggs with a back issue. Sounds like he's going to be fine to play from what they're saying. We'll get your take on this, Heckman, because you're going to know better than us. Amari Cooper's dealing with a hamstring. We've seen him on the sidelines yesterday with the, the rubber bands doing some stretches and all the rest of it. Randy Gregory's reported with a knee issue as well as Zeke. Any news on that? Are they all three of those going to be okay to play? Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about them not going. So unless okay. you know something that I don't know, Mike, you might need to tell me. Because I, I hadn't heard it. I hadn't heard that. I get, I, I get my info off you. Okay. <laughs> And the other news as well, and I got a good little nugget here for you. They've signed uh, cornerback Isaiah Johnson to the practice squad, uh, another rangy and long cornerback. Here's a little fact for you. Do you know how many, not cornerbacks, defensive backs over six foot two are playing in the NFL right now? Man, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna just wow. I'm gonna go wild answer here. Oh. Fifteen. Ooh. What? Do you pay one have a go? The UK Cowboys contingent one have a stab at it. I'll no. go for tw- I'll, I'll go for twenty. 
Yeah, I'll, just, I'll stretch it to 25. Ooh, Hackman's the closest. It's 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how many defensive backs the Cowboys have on their roster playing right now? They're over six foot two. Oh, uh, uh, three. I'd say six. I'm not curse and oh wow, six man. I'm telling you, man, we're the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah, we have we have over half of the NFL yeah. six foot two defensive backs. What? <laughs> that is the best thing, man. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, do you see how sad my life is, Heckman? These are the things I look at. <laughs> this is what, yeah, Heckman, this, this, is, this is what we need to deal with. <laughs> I, 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 bring the, I bring the odd stats, the odd ones. Um, but let's get into Jalen then. Because okay. uh, that was the big one that we got Heckman. We've obviously heard some takes from you already on um, on oh. Cowboys break. Mm -hmm. uh, talking That's Cowboys. Don't get us talking mixed Cowboys. up. Don't get us mixed up, man. No, nah, I know, I know. It's a war going on in the in the podcast studio between every podcast. So make sure I know. Cowboy. All right. And uh, we don't want to upset you because Shannon is one of our boys. So, okay. but but in fairness, when you did go on hanging with the boys there was an extremely big spike in um numbers so we've heard Ooh. okay no, no. Tell, me, tell me more mike <laughs> 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 all right then so uh, let's get let's get into it so a big news that we got the bit that the 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 first news we got when um when Jalen got obviously kicked out and, and they decided that that was it, they were going to part ways. The big, the, the, the first news we got over here, I don't know what it was like in the States. I bet the news is coming from everywhere was uh, the, the, the big reason was the, um, the chance of him moving to IR and the cost to that, to the Cowboys in 2022 being that it would cost them $9 million if he couldn't pass a physical or he became injured. I mean, first of all, we know that that's to be true, but what are the biggest reasons for you, Hackman? And I'll ask the other guys for Jalen moving on from the Cowboys. Why that was so abrupt and so sudden? You know, there was a lot. Uh, there's a lot has been made of uh, the mm -hmm. contract, and you know, a lot of people have, have even applauded his agent and some of the clauses that he had. And I think he had a roster bonus that Isaiah was talking about that a lot of a lot of guys don't get because he was a starter. Right. So uh, that was one to, to say that the injury uh, clause had anything to do with it. I'm, I'm going to be on completely honest with you, Mike, because I'm completely proficient in what I do not know. And yeah. I don't know if that was the sole reason that that move occurred. I think that the competition, it, it's just for me. I believe that it was the competition. I think it was the Ken mm -hmm. O'Neill. It's no longer being able to have Jabril Cox sitting over there and not getting experience. So all of those things started to come into play, and it made more sense. And, guys, come on. Let's not fool ourselves. Before 2021, we all had those question marks about the, tw the March 21st deadline for his contract yeah. being guaranteed. Yeah, and so you were thinking – and this was before the draft, and you were looking at linebackers, and you knew that you needed a corner, and you were talking like that. But I think Jalen Smith – just from 
just from a production standpoint, from what you were seeing, the eyeball side of it, you just kind of felt like, look, this this may be time for us to move on. And when they picked up the contract, I think everybody uh, was surprised. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of people were kind of arguing the fact that, yeah, Jalen may have had like the highest tackles in that, but when you really break down the film, it was like it, you were seeing a completely different picture. It was more like pylons, assisted tackles and stuff like that, but it wasn't really necessarily like great gameplay from Jalen. He was just basically following the crowd. But this yeah. is no dig. Like, I love Jalen. I've met him personally myself. I think he's a lovely yeah. guy. But I think what you're saying is, is really true. It's, it's, it's down to, like, I think it's more down to the business side and also the the plane of like trying to get like so the, the guys that who Dan Quinn wants in more than yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. So, and that is a big one as well. Dan Quinn, when you look at his system, especially when you go back, because this is why we spoke about this on the show pre-draft about Jalen, that the Dan Quinn system is predicated on a lot, a very fast defense, especially the linebackers. The linebackers need to be that that right. shifting around. They're it's all over the place. When you watch right. them, they're quick. And that's where Jalen, for me, me and you were speaking about this, Paul, that yeah, Jalen Smith, his, his issue is his change of direction and his top speed. Well, I, I think it's your lateral speed is the more thing that we're we were more being specific about. Like Jalen can go downhill and hit the edge. Oh. Yeah, that, that's perfectly yeah. fine. But for yeah. him to kind of shift position and try and run laterally to go off to the edge, that's when you kind of see it see him getting a bit exposed. So yeah, and, and just to and just to revisit just to revisit this, guys, you have to understand, and I'm sure you've seen it and you know his story. But yeah. him, him coming out of Notre Dame, there is yeah. no way that the Cowboys are going to get him on the eve of his bowl game. He's not going to mm-hmm. fall to the second round, period. And if you yeah. think about Jalen Smith coming out of the draft, he was probably going to be as close to what you see right now in a Micah Parsons from yeah. probably the 15th, 12th through 15th. That injury changed the whole dynamic of what his career was going to be. I'm telling you, lateral quickness, that was his game. The guy yeah. ran four, yeah. four. They, they, they knew how fast Jalen Smith was. And, man, him overcoming the nerve damage and mm-hmm. drop foot. The drop man, foot, yeah. The drop, it, it's like right now, the things that you take for granted. We talk about COVID and the things that you take for granted uh, during the COVID Man, just imagine not being able to feel yourself put your foot on the ground. And that's (laughs) kind of what he has been dealing with in the regeneration of his nerves. These are not because Jalen Smith has had a phenomenal career up until this point as far as Mm -hmm. what he's been compensated financially. But what he's overcome in order to play and not injure himself uh, in the process of making a Pro Bowl, I think, man, we yeah. have to stop and applaud that. And it's it's okay. We cut we, we we're going in our separate ways. We're younger, we're definitely faster, and mm-hmm. it just makes sense yeah. for him and it makes sense for us so that he doesn't have to face that scrutiny. He's gonna go to the Green Bay defense where he's gonna have a lot of guys in front of him that are gonna be flying around. They may not ask him to do the same things that yeah. Dan Quinn was asking him to do in his defense, and he may flourish in that situation. <laughs> Yeah, and to go back, uh, just just the injury thing, to use a a word you've used before, Hekma, it's not just the injury itself as well, it's the mental fortitude to overcome that. Absolutely. That is is truth right there. That is 100% truth. Yeah, and you know, we know that the Cowboy fans 
the issues they have with Jalen as off the field as well. You know, the the attitude, or not the attitude, is it's the wrong the personality, the people um what's the best way to do I'm trying to say the ego, yeah, the ego and the personality. And I think a, a little bit of is misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. I think no, a lot is. Like, yeah. I mean, like I said, like like I have I've met you before, I thought he was a really stand-up guy. He actually nice guy. Time, takes the time and effort like to get to know you and stuff like that. I actually mm-hmm. spent a good good five, ten minute conversation. He was more curious about Scotland more than about <laughs> football. So it's really nice of him to do that. But but uh, but from if you if you're to kind of think about it, like I always kind of feel like Jalen would always kind of use brand. He, he was always about his brand. Yeah. Like, outside of football. I, and I'm always kind of wondering if that always kind of had an effect on his playing. Game yeah. being more f- focused on other things, like for example, changing the number fifty-four to number nine, <laughs> the the sunglasses he does, all this mm-hmm. type of stuff. Does this have a, an effect? Because I, I know players in general have like sponsorship deals. Like some players mm-hmm. might be signed to, like like for example, Dak. He will do a commercial from time to time, but that's maybe like a wee one-off type of thing. No, like a oh, I wouldn't say that for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but but you know what I mean, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's, it's like. Well, Jalen, he's got his own brand, so he's constantly pumping uh, attention towards it. Right. Whereas other players may have this one week commercial to do, help this wee small company, and that's it, done and dusted, getting that little bit of extra money from elsewhere. So I don't know if that might have just have that mental state as well, where he's not playing up to what we expect him to be mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. it's just enough factor to think of as well. No, man, let me let me let me say this right quick, Mike. Um, yeah, good. No, no, you go, mate. Um, when you say when, when I say ego, right? What mm. NFL player doesn't have exactly? Ego? That's true. And, That's fair. Every true. last and, and 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 it's crazy. Like for me, I had a I have a hard time dogging anybody that has a great character. It, it, this guy, uh, let me tell you like this, guys. Jalen Smith is the kind of man that takes his money, goes into his neighborhood, and, and that, that he oh, he's from yeah. Indiana. He's from Indiana, mm-hmm. but he's going into the, the the neighborhoods here in Dallas and taking kids from this na- from the neighborhood and took them to a data boot camp to teach them how to code on his own dime. He <laughs> does that. He does that kind of stuff. He's the kind of guy that gets a think tank together to finance other minority businesses that cannot get money from the large banks and institutions. Right? He does yeah. stuff like that. And and. People don't mention that and, and say anything about that. And, and then the, the let's just talk about brand, right? The NFL stands for not for long. These exactly. guys know that yeah. when anything, God forbid, an injury can take you out. We saw that last year, right around this time with Dak Prescott. He played without a contract the, the next year. I mean, we call it yeah. betting on yourself, but yeah. hell, that's gambling. He gambled. Big time. <laughs> Big, big time on yourself, and you're laying there, and your leg is turned the wrong direction. And oh, <laughs> by the way, you don't have a contract next year. So mm. the things that we get on these players about and we ride them about, it doesn't. And, and then in a Jalen case, it, people throw mud on it because oh, he had a clause if he got hurt. Well, look mm-hmm. at Dak. You know, look at all it. So <clears throat> I can't get on a guy that understands his platform as a 
professional athlete and uses everything to his possible ability to try and further himself and increase his wealth. And the people that say, oh, well, I think he maybe that would have been a distraction. It wasn't a distraction. He made a Pro Bowl. He's making yeah. 150 True. tackles a year. He's he's playing with a with drop foot. <laughs> And he hasn't missed any game. He's not missing any games. So what he's yes. doing is phenomenal. And if it and if it were not for this, just little things, nitpicky things that people can talk about, I think Jalen's probably your top five as far as a person. As a person, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I, I think that for all of us, it's not the person we're going against. It's the player. No, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just so you, I, I was not having a dig. I was just kind of like some, <laughs> some other people were saying. I wasn't saying that about myself. Like I said, Paul, I love Julie about You're okay. Listen, man, I will wear a skirt with you when you come to the. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That's not, it's a kilt. It's yes, stay. My, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad. Call it a skirt. Call it a, we'll, I'll call it a skirt with you, Hack. Don't you worry. My bad, my bad Paul. My bad. <laughs> well, well hopefully, hopefully next month and uh, some point in November and December, right. you'll get to see me in that. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I won't tell you the story on here. The last time he was stood at a bar oh, in a kill, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't tell the story on here, mate. That's for another day. I'll tell Hacker okay. in a message. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. No, no, just, just say it. Just get it done and buy with. That's it, honestly. <laughs> it, it may as well let the whole world know. <laughs> <laughs> I will, we'll get to it a bit later. I'll get okay, to that right. a bit later. Right. Um, but the only other thing I was going to add to the, the Jaden thing that obviously Keanu Neal, Bradley and I, Carlos Watkins, you've got other players, Neville Gallum or Michael Gallup, all looking to come back to the roster. Was this as well, you think, with these players coming back from injury reserve slash COVID yeah. protocol and all the rest of it, Heckma, also add to this as well, to the, the thought of having to move on from Jalen? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. It has he, to, doesn't it? Yeah, no doubt about it. And and so much has been made. Like Michael Parsons is a complete yeah. beast. Uh, he is. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, and, and yeah. a lot of people that trying to reserve, and I've been that way. Reserve that enthusiasm that you have for a young guy like this. No, just let it out because he mm. is that. He is official. He is the kind of athlete that we monster that we've been waiting on as uh, Dallas Cowboy fans. Uh, but. You, you, you hit it, man, with Ken O'Neill. He's just the difference maker in this defense and his ability to understand it and teach guys in real time what they need to do. So, And, and again, it's not that any of these guys need a, a mentor or somebody to hold their hand. It's just that a guy that's played in the system before, when you're out mm. there, I believe, in real time, and you have someone that understands the defense the way that Ken O'Neill does and can, on top of the fact that he's a hitting machine, uh, oh yes, you yeah. know it, yeah. it just yes. it just makes everything. He is the one player that when he went on COVID, it just COVID protocol, it, it just hurt me because it was like yeah. we were just getting that that continuity as a linebacker uh, group that now he goes out and, and hey, we hadn't missed a beat. I don't think we have. You know, we give him no. a few few big plays, but we really haven't missed a beat. But just think about what this defense is going to look like with him in it. It's funny that you, I, I, it's funny that you mention that. It's like it seems to be it doesn't matter if it's linebacker or defensive end or corner. It just seems to be well. I suppose corner we can still question that, but <laughs> in terms of <laughs> yeah, basically our front seven right now, um, it doesn't matter who is in or out right now. There seems to be that competitiveness of being on the field. It seems to be yeah. it's like 
whoever steps in are stepping up. It's That's like right. ne- next next man up, next man up always, and they really are stepping up to the plate. They really want to be on the field making those plays. So yeah. it's and and when you compare that to last year, like the guys that we brought in, obviously didn't really done very well, obviously. But from right. from what a uh, McCarthy and Dan Quinn, the, the the free agencies they brought in, like Neil yeah. and K- K- uh, Kazi and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, you're seeing a whole different dynamic with the linebackers, and even you could even see our defense uh, defensive front as well. So yeah, it's crazy for me. It's it's the, the timing of the decision is the biggest thing. I mean, you can always mm. ask the question why why not in the middle of July? Why not at the end of the season? I think for now, it's basically the fact that we're expecting Demarcus Lawrence back soon, which means Micah Parsons goes back to to linebacker. You yeah. then got Keanu Neal, you've got Jibbo Cox to fit in, and you could effectively find the situation where your highest paid linebacker is spending a lot of time on the bench simply because he has he was yeah he has guys yeah. in front of him. I think that's what it boils down to. I think that we've got two very good rookies coming in and doing a great job, and then they've realised that they can they can get by without a large contract. And and Smith, I think that's that's it's... the main point of this deal. It's the size of his contract. I don't think there's but it wasn't down to him being a bad guy, like we've seen, or lack of effort, or along those lines. It was just simply oh, no, the size no, no. of the contract. Uh, it's funny, it's so true, Graham, because it's like I was just kind of saying, it's more of a business decision as well as the competitive side, because they're thinking about why <clears throat> keep a guy on such a large contract on the bench, it's just going to burn a hole. Yeah. And and I'm just trying, to, I'm not too sure, but if if Jalen was to kind of stay on for next season as well, would that what effect would that have in the salary cap as well? That's what I was kind of thinking. I wasn't too sure if that had that yeah. big hit. I, I think uh, he's gonna. I think he's gonna affect. I think he's gonna affect the the salary cap one way or another. I believe it's nine million right. okay. for for next year. Now that's just what I've heard. It may be less uh, because I think there were things in his contract that if he got signed to another team, I don't know if that Correct. was that's this year. That's this year. Yeah. I don't know how it affects. Next year, so Paul, that's it. We'll we'll find that out together. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find that out myself as well. Um, I've heard numbers like six point eight, the the lowest and, I've heard. And it may, I don't it may well, very well be something like that. I I know that I heard nine million dollars in, and I just don't yeah. want to be solid on that because I don't yeah. know if that's actually what it is. But look, uh, Graham, back to what you were saying. I, I just want to say that when. When Jalen signed his deal, it was a team-friendly deal. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, yeah. It, it, business decision. I mean, he made a deal when that that was the, what was best for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and not what was best for himself coming off of a Pro Bowl season. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, all that being considered and, and made equal, you know, I, I personally. You know, I wish Jalen well, and I'm sure you guys do as well. But Absolutely. you know, yeah. everything about everything about um, this defense right now, um, and, and if you guys are you know comparing anything to, to last year, it's night and day. It's not even. Oh yes, it's oh, wow. not even. Oh, yeah. don't, don't get me started from yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's night and day, and you have guys. You have guys now. Yeah. In comparison to what you had last year, that don't even measure uh, the same. Also, mm-hmm. Diggy Zua is guys i don't oh. even know i don't even i'm telling you like draft night i also think he's doing from ucla i may not have flinched i was like all right man he's a cowboy that's my guy but i had no idea that he was going to be the kind of a, monster that, that yeah. he is and right now don't forget as well osa 
so far right we're into the we're coming up to the, the the end of the first quarter of the season i know that's to say with an odd number but i'm still i'm i'm old school i'm staying with it right on. uh osa has played nine games nine he, he, he play, he's played in every he played in all the preseason mm-hmm. don't forget that so yeah. he he's just hasn't stopped no, uh, and no that's, I'm he's <laughs> Yeah, and he's the in terms of rookie defensive players, he's second in pressures. Number one is Micah Parsons. Yeah, and that's my question for you guys. And and I, I need to know honestly, y'all have got an opportunity to watch Micah Parsons. Is Micah Parsons a linebacker or is he an edge rusher? Right. So I was thinking about this myself. I like, like, you know how, like, and I'm, I'm gonna kind of pass the question back in a way. No, you can't do that. Answer the man. Answer the man, Paul. But I'll answer it. But I want your opinion on it as well. You know, you know how Von Miller plays. He's more of that type of hybrid outside linebacker that moves to the line of scrimmage. That's how I see Parsons. So mm. it, it can be that hybrid, be the outside linebacker, then move down to the line of scrimmage and be that extra defensive defensive edge. So okay. I don't know what you guys think. But my mine is even more of a cop out than yours, Paul. That oh, come on, my guys. my right. answer my, my my answer to Micah Parsons is I'll use him where there's the weakness in their offense. Okay. Where's their offense? Is it on the edge or is it down the middle? That way I know how I'm going to utilize Micah Parsons. Or, like with the Eagles, Ooh. if you've got, if you have a uh, a mobile quarterback, I'm using as a quarterback spy, or e- even at Rover role. Okay. What about you, Graham? I, Go I'm going to give you a straight-up answer, Hickman. I think he's a linebacker. Hey! I, I think he's a linebacker. I think he's a, a very versatile linebacker who can rush, who can cover, who can go sideline to sideline. And I simply think that putting them at defensive end limits his game. I think he's I think he's given one job to do at defensive end. Go go and tackle the ball carrier. I think with with him at linebacker, you can blitz him, you can hold him in a pocket, you can put him on a, a, a tight end. I think linebacker is still his future. Alright. Yes. Alright. Right. So guys, he is a he is an edge rusher. And this is my mm. opinion and I I'm just I'm then go for it. <clears throat> he is an edge rusher and I'll tell you why. You guys, if, if you know this better than anyone, if you have a guy at the line of scrimmage that can put pressure on the quarterback, it mm-hmm. completely wrecks the game plan from an Absolutely. offensive coordinator standpoint. You, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned a guy like Von Miller. Yeah. Think about Von Miller, and I'm just saying before the leg injuries and all that, the kind of impact that he had on in, in a game. That's why defensive ends, edge guys get paid the lion's share of the money because yeah. they impact the game. Same for quarterbacks, same for wide receivers because of their impact on the game. I will admit to you, Graham, he's raw. And when I say raw, he is like really, really raw. But think about the athleticism that he has. And you just said it. He has the first most pe- uh, uh, pressures and pressures. touches of, of, of the rookies. That's just a testament to how this guy is just relentless about coming mm-hmm. after the quarterback. As a matter of fact, I mentioned to you like this, and Paul, I think you said you, you played linebacker. Did you play linebacker? No, I played defensive end. Play defensive end. Okay. So as a linebacker, you saw him come on that uh I don't it was a blitz where he was coming in and he made the sack, but the the running back went at his legs. 
and it was really kind of awkward <laughs> because he almost like ran through the guy over the guy, <laughs> climbed him, hurdled him. I don't know what it was that he actually did, but he just mm -hmm. went through the guy and got the sack. But it still got there. Yeah. Still got there. But as a linebacker, you I mean, seriously, man, guys are taught to put their hands down, keep guys off of their legs, right? Just keep a guy off your legs. For a guy his size, he has to do keep guys off of his legs. He didn't do a really good job of that. And at the linebacker position, I think the one thing that I worry about for him is getting caught up in the wash, misdirection, coming yes. back the other way, and guys getting to his legs. At the edge position, he's just going. He, yeah, he, yeah. You're putting him on the end, and you're telling him, go. <laughs> and there's not a lot of guys in the league, because of his speed, athleticism, and quickness, that's going to be able to stay with him. I don't, I don't care who you are, how, how many years you've been playing Pro Bowl, All Pro, doesn't matter. He is going to give guys fits. On top of that, right now, Michael Parsons is 6'3", 6'4", 240 pounds, something like that. Yeah. I, see, I see a guy. Look at, look at his build. I see, and he can run a 4'3". He can run a 4-3, but honestly, Mike, I see this, I see this kid picking up another 25 pounds. He may end up being yeah. 270 pounds by when it's all over with. And he's gonna be a freak, just a freak because a freak. Of, it, it's, yeah. it's gonna be muscle. So I'm just like just keep that in the back of your mind. I could be completely wrong, and I'm okay with being wrong, right? I'm just mm -hmm. telling you. Well, we all up, are. We all are. I just I just feel like welcome to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at home. I'm at home. So I'm just saying, man, you, you got a guy that could potentially in the next three years, he could be a monster the more he develops mm -hmm. as an edge. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely. I have, a, I have a quick question for Hekwa. Um See, I, I, I might be getting carried away with myself, but do you think that Parsons might be one of these guys that, for instance, if he was franchise tagged, he would suggest that he, he's played more defensive end there. The tag should be higher. Do you think oh. he sees himself as a defensive end, or mm. do you think he's a linebacker Come on, in his head? Come on, Graham. Let's live in the now. Let's live in the now. <laughs> I'm going with that. See what you're doing? I'm going with that. See what you're doing? You, see, you're bringing up problems right. in the future, Graham. You just want to live, right? You just want to But you know, hey, it's, this is a this is a follow-the-money business, right? It, yeah. It, if he's playing edge, of course his agent is going to say, well, you need to pay him like an edge. That's the same thing with every guy that comes knocking for a contract. All of, for what I'm thinking about is just the fact that his athleticism is going to be better suited out there. He can play linebacker. He can, he can cover guys. He can do all that. And I think that's where you get carried away from his athletics prowess that you want to play him everywhere. You know, I'm just saying, let this guy in the future, whatever you're going to make the position for him, I think it's going to be edge rusher or just a defensive lineman it's standing around. Yeah. Did you see the play where uh, it was the first quarter, I believe, where um, Randy Gregory got a sack yes. and it was mm -hmm. Michael Parsons standing in the edge <laughs> next to Donkey Ghoston next to Randy Gregory. Now, can you imagine if that's Micah Tank? And, and, oh my God! And Randy, like, yeah, you, you, you're you're talking about a NASCAR defense. Yes, you know the NASCAR defensive and, and, line. Yeah. And and if there's one thing like, uh, well, well, we well not to kind of put you in the spot here, Graham. Like, but if there's one thing about D Law, he always seems to uh, grab the attention of all the double teams. He might not get all the stats and numbers, but what he does do is he grabs the attention from the offensive lineman, and that just opens up the whole ball game for everybody else. But, yeah. we, but, oh. but the way how our defense is going right now, yeah. it's just going to be a free-for-all who gets the quarterback first. 
Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, everybody yeah. is watching. Where is number 11? You see it. Yeah. When he comes to the line of scrimmage and he's standing there, oh, the whole line, they're pointing out, that, where that, is number that, 11? That's that's the that, Mark, that's my favorite comment right there. <laughs> oh, see so Gallimore. Right, so Gallimore's my boy. I love Neville Gallimore. C1C comes back. <laughs> oh boy, I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> I like that. Well, <laughs> I mean, let, let's get on to the Cowboys offense, guys. Okay. Uh, I know we've usually got swipes that we'll go through. We'll ignore them for now because we've got hack, man. We'll try and get through this. Talking about the Cowboys offense, I brought. Uh, I thought I'd go through. I found a couple of other nifty stats for you. I like All it. right. Oh, oh, here we go. Early downs, first and second down. What percentage... And it is the highest in the NFL the Cowboys have. What percentage do you think that they're getting a first down on first and second down? 75%. Um, I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go something like 60. 60, right, 50, something like that. I'll, like I'll go a little bit lower. I'll yeah. go 55. Okay. So the easiest way, right, is uh, when I give you this number, the easiest way to not have to convert third down is never get to third down. On first exactly. and second down, they're getting a first down 91% of the time. Damn. So, I was, so, so I was closest then. I, had, I said 75. Yeah. All right. On first down, on their very first down, when they get a first down, and the Chiefs aren't far behind on this, but the Cowboys are first again. What percentage do you think they're making first down on just first down? Well, so first 90, and 10. If it's 91% from, you said they're not even getting a third down. So, hell, it must be at least 70%. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll, go, I'll, go, yeah. I'll go 75 again. Yeah. No, no, it's 32% of the time. Oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it is the, it is the highest in the NFL. Uh, the point is, is when you look at that, that nearly a third of the time they're on the field, when it's first and 10, they are, yeah, there we go, it's 31%. It, but... It's 32 with just, just slightly – I've rounded things off because I like to make things look better. But they are on first and 10 a third of the time getting back to first and 10, which is just incredible. Chiefs mm -hmm. aren't far behind, but then after that, it's like it's not even close. No, th that's this, – this offense is so quick strike. Um, and they just – they pretty much just um, – and we had so many question marks. We talked about this on the show. And just talking about how the question marks were there for Dak Prescott after he broke his leg. We got to think 365 days till he's had that injury mm -hmm. and he's playing the same team back in AT&T Stadium. And there were question marks. OK, how is he going to come back? How is he going to look? Is he going to be mobile? All of those things. He's come right in from the first game and answered every question, not only answered the question, but also looked better. I talked about it today. The throw yeah. to Amari Cooper guys that man. That's probably one of his staple throws for the year. You know, they keep showing the highlights over and yeah, over again. Yeah, that yeah. throw to Amari Cooper is a highlight reel throw and catch that's going to be a part of his, you know, legacy as a quarterback because he put that on the dime. Those progressions as a quarterback, the things that he's doing, the even the, the checking down from a run play to a pass play, that's something that several quarterbacks do, but is it the right play? Yeah. Now, are you calling yeah. no. the right play? And obviously, based <laughs> off of the numbers that you just mentioned, if 98 90%, then he's obviously that, yeah. calling the right play. 
<laughs> yeah, and you know, it's a testament as well. I think to um, Kellen getting everybody on the same page as well. Uh, and uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was Terence Steele right now. Oh, zero sacks, zero sacks. He's on. Yep. Uh, one quarterback hit, zero penalties, three games. Yep. But think of the guys he's played against: the Panthers D line, Joey Bosa. Um, and he's going up against this week. He's going up against Leonard Williams. So but the good thing so is, saying, is, Mike, 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 what are you? A controversy I'm, say, going, Mike? I, I'm saying Lyle Collins could have a little bit of competition going on, yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm saying. I'm saying. No. no. <laughs> and you know, and that's cool. I, I love you know. Look, I I think for Cowboy fans, we just want something to be happy and excited about because <laughs> when we lost our tackles last year it was like oh, oh my god the sky yeah. is falling what are we going to do Terrence Steele looked horrible last year I mean we all were, were talking about Jesus can we do something about our right tackle and how bad he looks <laughs> and now after three games and please keep in mind he's gotten a lot of help from tight ends he's gotten a yeah. lot of help from yeah, yeah, running, yeah. Back, running backs and those are things that you genuinely don't have to do with number 71 out there because he holds it down right mm-hmm. uh, so i'm i love him i, I love what he's done I, I like what paul said he hasn't allowed any sacks and i think when we f- her first heard the suspension of Lael, it's like oh my god we can't have Anything happened to Dak. Here we go again. Yeah, here we go again. And and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And now I think we all feel comfortable about the swing tackle position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can only just echo what Heckman just said. Um, Collins is still a starter for me, but I feel an awful lot better about the swing tackle position. I feel so much better now. Um, We we questioned... Myself and Rich, we questioned uh, the possibility of taking a tackle high in the draft. We, we could only see what we saw, and we didn't see a great, a, a great autumn last year. We, we, they got better; they did get better towards December once once they gained a bit of experience. But I'm completely with Heckman on this one. Um, stick with Collins, but you feel good about the swing tackle now. Oh yeah, just, I mean, like just, like Tyne Saki's back. <laughs> And he's not gonna go. He's not gonna get in the lineup. No, just Mike. To, uh, just, just to add on top <laughs> uh, what Mark was saying there, uh, I'll bring I'll bring back up the comment. Um, uh, he has changed his trainer from the off season to um, terms. He did, yeah, yeah. Right, and um, it seems to be making big progress because, I mean, what Graham was saying that I totally agree. Like I feel a lot more comfortable if Lyle was out. I do feel a lot more comfortable still being in now. Whereas compared to last year, it was like it's it's a night and day difference of. Well, I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm not talking about Brandon Knight. Just so I'm clear. But the difference from last season to now, uh, you can really see he's really stepped up his game and. Yeah, um, I agree. I think Collins will be back in, uh, but if all fails, like if Collins was to be out injured, touch with that doesn't happen, we've still got steel. And I think he and, and the way he has progressed right now, I, I feel a lot more comfortable now. because uh, that was the one thing we were always worried about, like you were saying there, Hetma, was all to do with injuries with the O line and it, <coughs> it, it, it dampened in terms of pass protection and even for the run game as well. 
So, yeah. Oh, I, 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 and what what is great is talking of injuries. Tyrone Smith, a perfectly healthy, and b back to. That yeah yeah we'll all touch wood on that one. He's yeah. back to being that crown jewel of the offensive line again because he's yeah. he was that's what he was to the cowboy and he, he just seems to be he's right back there again and that's what I love. No, and you know we we, we take for granted how good we've had it at the offensive <laughs> line position. We've had it good for a long time, fellas, and so yeah. when, we, when we have someone like uh, Terrence Steele or you know the Brandon Knights from last year. That take over and it's like, oh my God, man, what do we, you know, offensive line doesn't look anything like it did last year. And then our running game suffers uh, because of it. Now, it just, let's think about, just think about the Tampa game. We didn't have Zach Martin. Yeah. And then Chargers game, we have Zach Martin. <laughs> Philly game, we yeah. have Zach Martin. You know, I, I'm just telling you what a mm -hmm. difference a guy like this makes. And when you have like literally in the middle of your offensive line now, you get Lael Collins back and all of these other pieces that you've been having playing together. Let's look. Biotish is also taking a lot of criticism. But, man, yeah, yeah. no one's even talking about Biotish because of Zach Martin and how he's playing next to him. These guys, yeah. the, the last game, the Panthers defense, y'all, I have a lot of respect for that team. I have a lot of respect for them because of how physical they – these guys were popping those pads uh, last Sunday. But let me tell you yeah. something. Our offensive line was delivering the blows, all right? Mm. So when they got tired and they came after them, you were seeing guys getting slammed to the ground. Terrence Steele was literally blocked. There's a play where he takes yeah. a number 95 and blocks it to the field. Gatorade buckets. It, yeah. That, that's oh. what's going on as an offensive line. And when you see that and you have a running back, two running backs, guys, we have two running backs with 250, uh, 250 yards average apiece, that's the first mm -hmm. time in Cowboy history that we've had two running backs that have 250 yards. So take that mic in your stats. All right. Yeah. So, there we go. So, I'm just making a note. I'm making a note. I'm making a note. <laughs> so, I mean, but, but that's all a byproduct of what the offensive line is doing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, and nope. going back to what you're saying, you, you've seen other things as well. Zach Martin coming around uh, completely out of position, all the way past Tyron Smith on, <laughs> and taking players out on the outside. Yeah. And that leading away, and bear in mind as well, Conor McGovern playing fullback. That's beautiful. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Guys, don't you love that? Is that? Beautiful. Don't you love number whenever number 66 lines up in the backfield, my soul gets happy. Like, <laughs> yes. It just it's something about it that screams, this is fat man football. And I I'll tell you exactly Batman what I'm like. I'll tell you exactly what I'm like when I see Jay McGovern playing fullback. I feel like I'm Mr. Burns. I'm like, excellent. That's what yeah. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is coming in. You got to watch when number 66 comes in. He had a block on the line. He obliterated a linebacker at the in the Panthers game. Ooh, this is, yeah. He is he is playing with, and I just I hope you know Kellen Moore, if you're listening. Give him a when you get down on the goal line. When you get down on the goal line, give number sixty six the ball one time. Get him in the end zone one time. Come on. We had we had Rob Phillips on last week, Rob the okay. Island, and I made a, I made a bet with him, and I said, how much? How many dollars will you bet me that Kellen gives McGovern a handoff a fullback and bumbles it in? Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. that's awesome, bro. Great mindset. <laughs> like. Great mindset. <laughs> that's what it is. So uh, it, we, it hasn't happened yet. So okay. the bet is ongoing. So hey, we'll, we'll just I'm keep that going. As soon as it happens, man, get on the phone with me. I'll make sure I get that money for Rob for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 what we'll do is we'll just put it in as an IOU. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you can take it for a sandwich or something. I don't know. Or mate, tell, I, mate, tell him, mate, tell him that's up, the bet now. Mate, right. I, I can pick up the bills. So I'm flying over soon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, don't yeah, forget, yeah. you gotta you got to take the flag. got to take the flag as well. Uh, oh, flag. just a fact for you, Heckma. Just a What's fact that? for you about the flag. The flag is famous. Did you know that in AT&T Stadium, the UK Cowboys flag behind me has yet to see a loss? That's in <laughs> nine years. That's in nine years. Well, Mike, why is the flag on your wall and not in my pocket when no. I go to AT&T <laughs> yeah. Hang it, Hanging off one of yeah. the rafters. Yeah, if the flag is undefeated, then the flag is what the flag we is need undefeated. to get to the Super Bowl, Mike. Do you know? the, the, we had an article written about the flag. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, the last time the flag was in AT&T Stadium was the Jacksonville game back. In, it was. It was. Back in 2018. Wow. Yeah. yeah tw 2018. Yep. Mm. 2018. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but, oh, big shout out uh, to Andy. Hello from Germany. Uh, Hello. Germany. Yeah, they've had some big news about the NFL yeah. as well, yeah. making it over got, that yeah, way. Y'all have people. Man, this is crazy. I'm sitting in, uh, I'm sitting in my office in Dallas, Texas. Talking to somebody way away, and you got people from Germany logging. This is man, this is you guys blow my mind every time. Y'all blow my mind. <laughs> you blow our mind. You blow our mind. Whatever, man. This is this is so awesome. I'm telling y'all, listen to me. My only superpower is that I will talk to a child about the Dallas Cowboys, right? That's it. There's nothing special about I'm not a celebrity. None of that, man. I'm just a regular dude that loves the Cowboys, loves talking about the Cowboys. So this is oh, this is like a dream come true, man. I, I, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up. This is I don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up. Wake up. But here's one for you. Go on, go on, Paul. I was going to say, like, well, here's the thing, no hate my it's like, we said this to Stephen Jones, and, I, and I'm, I'm afraid if, if he tries to make this a bit of merchandise, I, I'll be rolling off my nut. If there's one thing we've always said in the UK Cowboys, we're not just America's team, we are the world's team. That's always one thing we've always said. The world's team. Yes, sir. Not I'll just America's team. But in terms of how you think the Cowboys' offense will beat the Giants' defense, I mean, it's a, pay, a case of pick your poison, guys. But for me, I, I've gone back, looked at a bit of tape on the Giants, looked at their linebacker call. It misses a lot of tackles, a lot of missed tackles. For me, I'm going right down the middle. I'm going down the middle with Zeke on the gap runs. I'm going on the zone runs with, with Tony Pollard. Kiss when it comes to when you're playing. And I, I, we've got to be careful because we're good friends with UK Giants. But when you're playing a lesser uh, team, I like to use the word kiss. Keep it simple. And that's what the Cowboys need to do. Hand off the ball, get running. Zeke again on another 150-yard game. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. He's gone for 150 yards. Mate, you just said that in a nutshell, though, I kind of see it's going to be pretty much nearly enough the same game plan what we did against the Eagles. If that's one thing I noticed with their, mm. uh, their, with their defense, there's just weakness down the middle. That's it. And yeah. 
the Eagles had that as well. So if we can just run that, well, not exactly the same game plan, but I'm sure Kellen Moore will have other things to do. Like he'll notice a lot more things. But I think the main thing is, yeah, obviously just ram it in the throats pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, man, <clears throat> I, I when it comes down to NFC East competition, I have a completely different mind state. Because we play them twice mm. a year, I just – I feel like those are the games that you really got to – every game you got to do it, but it's specifically the NFC East. You got to come out and punch them in the mouth. And you do that with your running game. Just like you were saying, Mike, I, you start with your running game, and everything else is a byproduct of that. Think about yeah. how easy the game plan has to be for Dak when you have a, two running backs like, oh, no. like Zeke and Pollard that, that loosen the defense up. The Giants play that – that two deep safety and they're way back. Right. And they switch it up from time to time, but I'm telling you, mm. we'll have an opportunity on this defense to get some big gash runs. And then on top of that, I just, we haven't had the CD lamb game yet. The CD yeah. lamb game where you say, Oh my God, Ooh. number 88 is, Oh my, it, it, it's time. And he's <laughs> been working. He's been working up to it. Him and Dak have had some miscommunications and miscues, but I think this is the game where you see a heavy dose of uh, C.D. Lamb. But the other thing I want to mention yeah. about Zeke, and I think the you know how people have uh, it's either you love him or you hate him opinion about uh, about Zeke, right? With with just football fans in general, and I and I feel like it, it's kind of warranted as far as the money that he's making. When you look at the production of Tony Pollard, you go, well. You know, you should be you're getting paid like a number one uh, running back and nah. you should be taking the lion's share of all the cash. Yeah, I don't believe that's true. And, and let me tell you, the I, other thing. if they're going to be a one, if they're going to be a one, two punch, right hand, left hand, I'm stronger with my right hand. All right. And so that's my mm -hmm. knockout blow. Twenty one is my knockout blow. All right. All I'm doing with this other guy is I'm just saw I'm just tenderizing the meat. Just, <laughs> and boom, and, here, and here we go. And that's he is the blow. That's a great and, I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, as long as they and they're not listening to what's going on outside of the locker yeah. room. But that combination, guys, that is a championship combination of running backs, especially mm. with the production that they're getting from from Pollard. That is yeah, a great. I, that is a great point you just made. Because uh, we, um, Graham, you were on the show on Tuesday, weren't you? Like just not just there after the post game show for the Panthers. Was who you Graham, mean? Uh, Graham. Graham. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. Mind we were saying this like, what would uh, I think it was Brian? I think it was asked us like, who is the best running back duo in the NFL? And people were saying uh, it could be Kareem Hunt and Chubb, and there's. Yeah. Zeke and Pollard. The problem is with Hunt and Chubb, it's like they're very similar. They're very similar running backs, whereas you've got two different dynamics between Pollard and Zeke. Zeke's the yeah. pure powerhouse yeah. running back, and you've got the more yeah. elusive... Your gap runner. runner. Exactly. Your gap runner and your zone runner. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like what you're just kind of saying there, Hitman, it's that one-two punch. It's like you're getting that different, like the jabs like soft in the blow, then there's the knockout. That's a great analogy to really think yeah. about. That. And, and and Stefanski, Stefanski at Cleveland, and just to give the credit, because they're the number they're number one, we're number two, I believe, somewhere in, in that in that pecking order as a running as a running game. And yeah. you're absolutely right. Uh Hunt and Chubb, they have a, a lot of the similar running styles, but their blocking scheme in Cleveland is fascinating. Yes. Yeah. And so, their O line is incredible. Isn't it? But look at when you get a chance, I mean, as a Cowboy fan, we're playing, paying attention to so many things. When you get an opportunity to look at the All-22, 
don't watch anything but the offensive line and the way that they're mm-hmm. operating together. You'll see a lot of that synergy on those zone runs that they, I mean, mm-hmm. these guys to be their size, when they get out in space, they are road graders. They are running down people at the second level. And that's, I'm telling you, when you see it unfold and the way that Zeke is, is bursting, cutting, it's only a matter of time before he, he busts off a big one and scores. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I did Mark. I did Mark with an Andre Twelman saying he's putting this more to just running with the ball. There's the blocking aspect as well, and that's yeah, so true. Because right. if there's one thing Zeke's always been great is is given that that extra level of protection, and he always hey, has. And don't forget that if Callum wants to pull some niftiness out the bag when they need yeah. to get a first down to finish oh. the game, Zeke <laughs> will ha- Zeke will throw a lateral out to Tony Pollard. Now that talk talk about that. guts. And that, that's gutsy from Callamore. I love the call. But that just goes to show how in tune he is with that offense. And he's yeah, got their yeah. offensive players believing in. But the other thing I wanted to add before we move to the defense is Heckman was saying it about uh, Pollard and, uh, and Zeke. It goes for the whole offense. For me, I think that entire offense right now is playing unselfish football where there's no ego. I know we spoke about egos in players, but there's no ego in terms of there's no like Odell Beckham in there. There's like a wasp at a picnic. You know, there's no wasp, (laughs) but there's no wasp at the picnic in this offense. It is that they all know that they're all looking downfield trying to aim at the same target. Just I think that's the reason that's the reason that the Cowboys are playing so well on offense at the moment. It's it's balanced football. Um, Heckman raised the point that the 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 running backs are averaging 250 uh, a game at the moment. I mean, we've we've gone 200 yards on the ground in the past two games. Dak Prescott threw 14 completions against the Panthers, and four of them were touchdown passes. I mean, what's what's more balanced than that? They're they're not asking any any receiver to do to catch a major amount of, of balls. I think uh, Dalton Schultz was basically the biggest target against the Panthers. It'll probably be somebody else against the Giants. But like you say, level football, spread out, you know, um, keep it uh, best defense is a rushing offense. So mm-hmm. um, so long as they can continue to pound the ball with efficiency from Dak, not turning the ball over, um, it's, it's, it's only going to get better. And I think um, they're in a, a good place at the moment. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But let's look at the defense then, and then we'll finish things up, and we'll let Hefner crack on with his day. Um, so the deep, the defense. I think it, it's quite easy, really, right now to say the biggest threat to the Cowboys winning this game is Saquon Barkley. Um, his last game, he went off on one, um, had it looked like he was old Saquon Barkley, so he's turning it on at the right time just as the Cowboys about to play him, so that sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) But when we talk about Penn State players, do you think, Hackman, this is a game where it's going to be Penn State versus Penn State? No, man, this is... No, this is good. This is good old Giants and Cowboys, man. That's we, you know, he's got so many other guys that's going to be tracking him. That okay, you know, yeah, he's I'm t- look, and, and I think that Saquon Barkley is dynamic. <laughs> I think he's dynamic as a running back. I really do. I, I think mm. he is the kind of running back that if you don't keep your eyes on him, he will bust a big one on you, he's and and, he, and he'll do it, you know, in, in, in a matter of plays, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But what I've found, and I've found, and, and, and I don't want to be arrogant about the statement that I'm making, but I feel as though 
our our best eleven guys are better than their best eleven guys. That's just yeah. That's just yeah. how I feel. And so when we go with our base defense or whatever it is, when we line up, we can best anything that they throw at us. And so I don't think that their offensive line can deal with our uh, with our pass rush. I think. Mm-hmm. Randy Gregory is becoming so much more of a problem than people in the NFL really even understand that he is. Also, guys, keep your eyes on number 59, uh, Chauncey Golston from Iowa. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, the, we've talked about Osa Digizua and the success that he's having, but I'm telling y'all, number 59 is going to be a force to be reckoned with. He is a big guy. He has super, super long arms. He is explosive <laughs> off the line of scrimmage. His is technically sound. There are some 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 things now. Look, I'm not gonna just say Superman. I'm there's some things that he does as a rookie that he'll just get better at, right? He's definitely not as raw uh as Michael Parsons is as playing as playing the edge, you know. But his speed, athleticism, length, all of those things, man. We're talking about just the young guys that we have making an impact immediately just on this game. So that's why I want to make sure that I say watch number 59. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, Hitman. It seems to be like that game against the Panthers that I know we're supposed to be talking to the Giants, but that last game there, we I think that's the most of all rookies has ever had like a sack in a game. Yeah. Like, yeah, Dalston, you had Parsons, and you had, uh, and you had like, and t- sorry, well, takeaways. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. the then you had the takeaways from Diggs. You had grad two of them. So, yeah. I mean, we have done what, it before. Yeah, but I mean, I know that. Stop. When, That's really when do we do it? Well. When do we do it, Mike? Come on, tell the people, Mike. When'd you do it? <laughs> 2007 with Demarcus Way. And I'm yeah. trying to remember the other two players' oh, names. I on, forget. <laughs> I know. You can't do that, mate. You can't do that. I I get back to, but that, that was when there was three rookies Paul. that all got a sack in a game. This oh. is what I need to deal with, man. This is what I need to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, hold on a second. Let me bring some more comments up. Uh, Joe swinging by from Italy. Buongiorno or Buonasera. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. But there you go, mate. Spears. Spears. Yeah. I knew yeah. that. Thank, I, that was the one that was Thank in you. my main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, trying to remember who the third one is, but he, he doesn't remember the fronts. Just Wikipedia. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll go for the game logs again another time. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, another one that uh, I think we have to talk about right okay. now that kind of ties in, I think, a little bit with the Jalen move. Let's mm-hmm. talk about a certain five interception guy. Um, I think you brought the start up already, Heckmer, that he now has eight interceptions in the last 16 games. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, he's the only cornerback in 2021 to have an interception in all four games. Thank you. And then on top of that, the, uh, the, stat, the, the way that I had the stat, he has eight interceptions. And based off of the guys in his draft, he has yes. more interceptions than all of them combined. You know, so that puts it all in perspective, right? When we, I think we've been talking about replacing Byron Jones for years and that's just been that cloud that's been hovering. He's like the girlfriend that you like. He's like the girlfriend you let get away, you know, Byron Jones. It's just because his name comes up so much in, in, in conversation, but Trayvon Diggs has erased that. And I think, look, man, he has had to, Man, he has had to overcome so much, especially from his first season. Do y'all remember the way he was getting it 
from mm. the likes of the Julio Joneses, the DK Metcalfs. I mean, he was that Metcalf one. Holy crap! Uh, that, was <laughs> that was almost bad. That was, I mean, the one he rolled up and, and got him, knocked it out from behind, punched that was, it out. Yeah, that, yeah, that, out. that's the play of Frank North, Yeah, that was almost that's what it. a seventy-yard touchdown. He that saved him. Uh, but, yeah. it was, but it was stuff. It was stuff like that that was happening to him his rookie year that just was occurring. It and I think for a lot of Cowboy fans, you saw the potential, but you didn't know you had this. Uh, no. I, you know, you didn't know that second interception. Seriously, Paul, when oh, he yeah. jumped, when he jumped that second interception, I literally almost jumped out of my seat because yeah. I'm like, oh my god, he read. The way that he, how quickly he moved on that, it was just man, it was phenomenal. And to have that kind of athleticism, you know, I'm really shocked. I'm really happy to have and pleasantly shocked about. And when I just got to say, when Stefan Gilmore became available, <laughs> everybody was like, "Oh my God, we, you know, we need to get Stefan Gilmore." And, and 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 I see it. I mean, because of the yards that we're giving up as as a defense in the secondary, but mm-hmm. I think we already have that. And even when somebody's like, "Well," You know, maybe he can mentor. Uh, Stephon Gilmore can mentor Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs don't need a mentor. He don't. No. He don't need a big brother. He got a big brother. He got a big brother. He's got a big brother. But I, I actually quite like the way they dangled that carrot, mind. Yeah, that right. they went, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, yeah, we're gonna release him. Uh, and it was like, oh, and then all of a sudden the trade comes in then and you're like, yeah, ah, we, yeah see, we see what you did there. <laughs> we see what you did there. Um, but would you, would you, because uh, Kenny Galladay, the number one wide receiver, had a 100-yard game. Uh, I know it was against the Saints. And... I'm sorry, but I think he's overhyped still. Uh, I, I think they're playing, me personally, oh, mind the dog. Now, um, yeah. I do think they're playing Galladay in... Um, a role that's not suited to him, but he's getting the job done. Um, would you travel digs with Galladay, Hackma? The answer is yes. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely. what I'm doing. And and yeah. you're going to do that every game that you go into and say, we're going to mm. deny you this. That's just what it's going to yeah. be. We're going to deny you getting the ball to this one guy, and you're going to have to do it with everybody else. And Jason Garrett's offense is really – kind of similar to what it used to be. He's tight yeah. end, eccentric. He wants to get his ball, you know, over the middle of the field. He uses tight ends like fullbacks in his system. So that's what I'm going to be watching. And I think that – and we were talking about the defensive line. I think the defensive line – our defense putting pressure up front on Daniel Jones is going to limit his ability to see down the field. I expect these guys mm-hmm. to continue the trend of turnovers because even though Daniel Jones up until this point hadn't been – yeah, I think he's only thrown two – to uh interceptions i just think he's 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 he's, he's about due for a, a multiple interception game <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but saying how jason Garrett, he does like his tight end we know that mm-hmm. being cowboys fans we know how uh predictable should we say his offense is oh, yeah, um, we, uh, how confident though are you that curse being the tight end killer right now can take out evan ingram in this game Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying not to just gloat right now. Uh, I, I, I am. I'm trying not to, and I, I want to be fair, uh, but you're seeing it with your own eyes. I mean, you're, you're, almost, you're asking me a rhetorical question because you know the answer to it. You know <laughs> I, I know, I that, know, I know. You know that Curse is Hate a – my nose. Hate my a, nose. Curse is a run-pass option killer. 
That's what he's yeah. going to do. You got a 6'4", 210-pound yes. guy sitting out there waiting on your quarterback to decide that he wants to run the ball. He wants a guy to try and figure out how to get out there in the flat so he can make a, a tackle. Also, what he's doing on tight ends and jamming them up. But it's the run support stuff, man. It's That's why the decision yeah. to – to let go of Jalen was so easy because you see what you're getting from the hybrid safety attacking the line of scrimmage. Oh, and you have a young guy in Michael Parsons that's roaming all over the place. So your defense, the dynamic of how this thing works is completely changed from where you were last year. So when you talk about a team that's predictable against a group of young, hungry lions, we are hunting. We are hunting mm. on Sunday. All right. We hunting. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked the guys. I asked the guys this question last week because you've got you've got Hooker who's coming along nicely. Donald yeah. Wilson coming back in. How crazy does this sound right now? And I asked the guys, yep. Paul Graham and yep. the other guys, last yep. week this question. Yep. How how crazy does this sound? And tell me if this is incorrect <laughs> or not. Okay. That uh, we have too many options at safety now. Let's live in the now. Let's live in the now. Let's live in the <laughs> yeah. But don't you think that's just crazy? That the Cowboys right now have options at safety. Okay. Like what? Have, have, this, this is what I was just about to say. I know there's a setup question for that. So I was going to answer it this way. How long has it been? Have you been? How long has it been since you've been able to say anything positive about a cowboy <laughs> safety? I will oh. wait. <laughs> oh well, we do have Brian to have a wee question about that. Oh uh, yeah, I will say uh, that one play definitely what Jeffy did against the uh, back then. It was the Oakland Raiders at the mm. late. Paul, Paul, you're my man. You're my man, hundred grand, Paul. But don't pull out a Jeff Heath line from the Giants <laughs> from the Raiders game. Was that 2017? It wasn't deep for <laughs> 17. Holy, sh- holy crap. It was. It was 2017. So you like, we're, we're in 2021. So that's like four years, five seasons. <laughs> oh, I had a little less gray hair then. Make them up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but you were still hair. beautiful. I a little bit more hair. <laughs> 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 Uh, Obviously, because of the Jalen move, I've put you in question mark, Jabril Mm -hmm. Cox. Think we're going to see plenty of him? No, not right now. I I think not right now. No, not right now. And I think that what you have in Jabril Cox is a guy that you can definitely get in his spot duty. You can get him in in places where it's not going to hurt you, whereas as an obvious run play or an obvious pass play and let him play an area. And I think that's where Dan Quinn is so masterful at putting guys in positions to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the, I just think, uh, I'm, and Brian Gaynor, I'm not throwing shade. At, I'm reading y'all quotes that I'm, no, I'm not. It's 2017. That's all I'm doing. I'm looking for some recent stuff. Live in the now. I'm living in the now. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, amazing. Yo, um, <laughs> But Jabril uh, <laughs> Cox, we were talking of, no, but no, you're saying Brian that he needs time off. to Brian develop. Me off. I mean, you guys got this little click. I've been ignoring it, but now I realize y'all are looking down at it too. So now I'm looking at it. But yeah, Jabril Cox <laughs> is his, you know, I think he's he's coming along nicely. And I think his development 
they're seeing it. He's doing some really good thing in special teams. You know, that's where I can point mm-hmm. to right away and tell you, yeah, he's definitely going to play uh, a ton of special teams. But, you know, right now, I think with the core that you have, uh, I think you feel really comfortable and you see those guys come off the field a lot less than they did before. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then the only thing I, I mentioned it, that that Panthers game for me, that so far has been Randy Gregory's best game. Yeah, um yeah. for me that was his best that was yeah. like if you're gonna say give me a signature game so far yeah. i'm going back to that i would well, um, well i i would i would i know i know we're talking about the now but i would still say his best game was when he just came off out the blue against tampa bay a couple of years ago i'm just saying i'm just saying yeah yeah i, I like that but what <laughs> i like about this but but i think with now Gregory having a full camp no drama or whatever and that it's only going to get yeah. better and better Going forward mm-hmm. now, no, yeah. no going back. To, no it's going more the stuff that, yeah. <laughs> if you're talking about that game, statistically it was a good game, but this, uh, that Panthers game, it's what he's doing. He's taking double man, he's looping into the middle and create like uh, he's the, the guy's so fast and so quick off the mark. He's lo- he's coming on a loop and he's still mm-hmm. able to get into the backfield. The pressure he's creating, and the one thing you never see on a stat sheet for a defensive end and Heckman, and you know this one, Paul, and I mentioned it before. That doesn't show up on a, a pass rusher's stat sheet is how many holding calls he had against him. Because oh, that no. is a skill. That is a skill. And Randy had two very important penalties where the holding mm-hmm. calls against him negated big plays for the Panthers. Oh, yeah. That's a hell of a trick to do. No, and Randy's been doing this. Randy has been doing this in training camp. And most guys, when you see him mm. doing it in training camp, and Nate Newton talked about how good. Uh, Randy Gregory looking and going up against Tyron Smith to make you good, right? Uh, so, <laughs> you, you know, when he gets those one on one, it is. I mean, iron sharpens sharpens iron, and no. he Perfect gets an opportunity it, when he goes on a one on one situation, it's really hard to deal with. But again, it's the Michael Parsons effect. All I'm saying to you guys is that defenses, offensive lines can no longer double team our guys. And just think about when Tank comes back. When yeah. Tank comes back and you line Tank. Micah and maybe Osa and Randy. What do you do? You can't chip block on the outside with your with your running back because then you're giving Micah one on one with your right guard or with your center. Yeah, all of those things are mismatches for any offensive line. And so, what you're seeing right now, and just think about just keep that keep that same thought that you have in your mind about Randy Gregory as the year progressive uh, progresses. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with anything, guys, we're, we're riding high right now, but. Health. Can we stay healthy? And we've it's we've the big been, one, yeah. Yeah, that's the big one. And so, you know, can our guys stay healthy? And our depth is is obviously going to help us in that regard. Just to bring up uh, Brian's question, he asked a serious question for you, Hetma. Is there a, okay. a is there a I think free as in actually actually free safety rather than number free there? Um, set working well with Chris as a hybrid hooker playing high. Yeah. Um, and- and there may be a lot of chances that you see that, let's say, in a Kansas City game where they have so many weapons that you're going to attack you with. You may go with six DBs. Yeah. And when you have an option with a, with a Jerron Curse. So that, that may be there. Um, and you may be able to get away with playing guys uh, like Cook or KZ and Curse at the same time. Again, I wouldn't see Dan Quinn going with that very often because what oh. a team will do is just run right at it. Uh, but still, you have that support. 
Ah, so apologies, yeah. Brian. I, th I thought you were actually being like, should free safeties, but actually the number three, okay. My apologies, Brian. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we wrap things up then, and we do the fantasy section, let's oh, get some score predictions. Oh, Everybody no, at it. home, well, I'll get the go on. Okay. Okay, I like that. Then we're transitioning. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so everyone at home, give us your comments as well on what you think the score predictions will be, or if you're watching this when we're not live, just send them in anyway. We like to see what your score predictions are. Um, let's give the special guest the first honor of his score prediction, and then we'll go round the wheel. What do you think, Hack? What's going to be the final score in this game, mate? I don't think there's no way that we don't score 30 points in this game. Mm -hmm. uh, you may you may see a 40 burger in this game. That's where it, I'm going. It seriously may get out of hand uh, if things yeah. get hot. So I'm gonna go as far as 38-28. This is 38-28 as a score. Like some fourth quarter score going on where they're trying to catch up and they're playing catch up right. ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Greg, give me your score prediction then, Greg. Yeah, I I I can't disagree with that. I think we're we're all very confident for a reason. I think we've we've started super fast this season. Uh playing faster in defense, our our offense is as potent as ever. I'm gonna go do you know what? I'm gonna go heavy. I'm gonna go 38-10 Cowboys. Um I mm. think it's a, I think it's a strong performance from our running oh. game. And as soon as as soon as our running game takes the field, it leaves the Giants less opportunities to use Saquon on the ground mm -hmm. because they're going to have to chase the score. So I think that's the best form of defense. I think it's going to be a, a a big victory on Sunday. Graham, you don't look at you. You're not as shy as you look, man. Like, <laughs> man, man. I, I'm normally the reserved guy on the team, Heckman. That's how confident we all are. Go ahead, Paul. Give me yours, mate. Right here we go. I am going Ooh. full on back here. You're talking about 40 okay. bugger. Right. I'm going mm -hmm. 45, 24, Cowboys. Ooh, wee. That's a nice mm -hmm. game. All right. Oh, I man. like that. Yeah. I okay. like that too. Where are you going, Mike? And mine is a killer, right? My, I, I'm going full out here. It's a shutout. All right? Ooh. So it's 35. It's 35 nothing. It's a shutout. The Cowboys <laughs> shut the Giants out. There is another pick six or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah. That's a it's violation. It's a shutout game. It's a shutout game. You thought I was going UK, UK Giants, we still love you. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. We you still love about you, UK the, Giants. The respect for UK Giants, you just completely put your armpit in their face. God, uh, five, zero. Holy moly. All right. No, we got an even bigger one. We're 57 to 7, guys. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out yeah. of hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we, we'll do the final fantasy section, uh, and then we'll let you get off, Heckman. We know okay. you're busy, and there's a lot going on. What we do is this is a post that we put out tomorrow. It's for a competition that we've got running season long where they win a UK Cowboys pennant. In fact, i give you one poll to send over to give to the guys over in Dallas Cowboys Media. Please. Um, yeah, so you guys will get one. But what we do is I give you the fantasy score for the player, and all it is is it's higher or lower. 
So uh, if you think it's more, it's boy, oh boy. If you think it's less, it's oh boy. Okay. Um, see what we did there? Play onwards. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone watching at home, you could get involved now, but watch the post tomorrow and just put your score, what, what, what you think it'll be, and then you're in for a chance to win. So let's start off. Uh, Dak, 21 fantasy points. Is that boy, oh boy, or oh boy? A boy, oh boy. A boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Definitely. Big game for Dak. Heck. Paul Graham or going high. Okay, Zeke, this is an interesting one. I'm not well, sure before, what they're trying before, to do yeah. But before you jump into Zeke, I will say that will have a Russian touchdown. I will say that. I and think he might as you well. think he, he exercises the demons from the injury and Dak is going down. Yeah, he, I think he will. Is, is, it, is it a short is it a short run or is it a long run, Paul? Short, short run, short run. I think it'll be a fake handoff and just walks into the end zone. Oh, that's that's gonna, oh, 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 cherry on top. Mm, yeah, that is cherry. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, like I love it. I like that. And now I, I the only reason I can think Zeke has been predicted for this score. Is I'm thinking that they just the Cowboys' offense is just spreading it out. Mm -hmm. But Zeke, fifteen fantasy points. Oh, really... I don't like that at all. That's mm. a bad thing. I... I'm gonna go it's... boy or boy on that. I'm gonna yeah, go boy I mean, or boy. I'm gonna yeah. boy, I'm gonna, I, I'm, because I'm, I think they attack him with Zeke. I, I think Zeke has yeah. a bigger game than people know. And, and yeah, I'm gonna boy or boy on that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I wouldn't say it's going to be like a twenty-plus points because when you think about it, like, 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 like if Seat was to get one touchdown and one hundred fifty yards, that's twenty-one points. So uh, I'd say it, it could be in the region of maybe like seventeen, eighteen, or it, 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 who knows? But it's definitely going to be well more than fifteen. That's for sure. I think it's more than fifteen. Like, like yeah. Akma says, they're attacking him with Akma. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this is where it gets a little tricky because it's the receiving for, for uh -huh. receiving core for the Cowboys. Coop, fifteen fantasy points. I I'm think go this is the gamble now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go boy there. He's gonna have a more quiet game. I think what you're saying there, Hetma, with regards to CD Lamb, I think he's going to get more of the attention in this game. I think, hopefully. Right. Gray, what are you going with? I have to go with the guys. I think this is CD Lamb's oh, game. Oh, boy, as well. And right. I think because it's CD Lamb's game, it leaves less targets for for Coop. Um, I mean, just on the, just on the Zeke point, are they are they posting Zeke for fifteen points because they think Tony Pollard's going to do really well? Is that I a think it's they spreading it out, spreading yeah. it in the offensive. It, 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 this production. kind of goes back to this goes back to what Hetman was saying is about this one-two punch combination right now. It's like. Like mm. the the given Pollard, I think like the like last time I checked, he was given like twelve fantasy points. Last time I checked, I don't know if it may wow. be different. He, now, had, but... he had quite a good week last week. Oh, it was a good so week wow. for him. Yeah, because uh, yeah. it's the receiving game as well. But uh, okay, CD Lamb then sixteen fantasy points. Is that a boy oh boy or an oh boy? I'm a boy oh boy. I'm gonna say mm. right on the middle, like right on no, the middle. I, I, I find that's kind of nearly enough accurate. Boy, oh boy, CD Lamb's been boy, quiet oh in fantasy boy. for a couple of weeks now. He, Look at this. He has to go off sooner or later. Right. So it's the CD Lamb score that could separate you all, yeah? All right, then, Daniel Jones, 19 fantasy points. Um, he fumbles I'm, the ball twice. I'm, fumbles I'm, twice. I'm still going to say boy, oh boy, because he can actually gain up garbage yards. 
Okay. For fantasy. See, see for fa- like he did he did it even like even though they won against the Saints, but he still threw over four hundred yards. Yeah, I'm just and I'm then, just saying, oh boy, because I don't Daniel Jones and Mike. There was no <laughs> way that you can go boy oh boy and you say they win 35-0. So I no, I know. Expect you to do that. So I'm go- I'm, go- I'm with you. I'm an right, old dude. boy on that one. I okay. think he's a fumble and an interception. All right. One goes I'm, I'm, for a pick six. So how many points did you say? Twenty one. 19 for Danny, 19, for, for Danny, Danny Downs. I, I, I find Daniel Jones is going to get roughly about 24 points. So that's what I'm saying, boy, oh boy. All right. What about you, Greg? Oh, boy. I think oh, he, he possibly might have a rushing touchdown. He's, Daniel Jones is sneaky athletic. Um, mm-hmm. simple, but I think simply because yeah. it, the pocket collapses and he might end up with a rushing touchdown. But I think there's, a, there's at least one interception <clears throat> in Daniel Jones. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, all right. Saquon Barkley, 14 fantasy points. <clears throat> oh, oh, boy. I'm saying, oh, boy, because how our run defense is being right now. Oh, he's all in, yeah? I'm all in, it. Go on, heck. Uh, That's man. tricky, isn't it? That's tricky it with Barkley. It is, because you know he can get away at any at any moment. And that's where, the Paul, that's where I'm more in line with Saquon and those garbage time that he does get the, the points, so... I'm gonna go boy uh, oh boy on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe that's, 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 yeah that, that's a fair point. If we're steam and Saquon's still yeah. in the game in that fourth quarter, he's trying to gain all those extra yards and maybe get a touchdown. So you're right, you're right. Yeah. So it could yeah, think, happen. I'm gonna agree with Heckman. I think I mean when you think about it, 70 yards and a touchdown is enough. So I, I think if you could if say if you say thirty five on the ground and thirty five in the air for Saquon, I don't and think this is receiving game. Yeah, it's not crazy. I'm gonna go boy oh boy. I don't think it's crazy. Kenny Galladay, eleven points. Oh boy. I, I, I don't rate him. I, I think he's tra- I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. I think he's absolutely overrated. Like he's I, I, I can't, I, say, it. I can't mm-hmm. say it how Paul said it, but that's where I'm at. He's overrated. <laughs> that's the second time you tried to do a British accent. Tried to do the other day. I, I, when I see that, I was like, "That's Heckma's voice." What was it? Uh, uh, yes, mate. It's a bloody good day to be. It's a bloody good day to be a cowboy fan, mate. Mate, yeah, I was doing it in your voice. I see where I get the chance to see you when I'm in Dallas and stuff. I, I need to teach you some Scottish lingo. I really need to. Uh, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm, I'm there for it, man. Just say iron brew. That's how I you get do. it. I, I am brute. There you go. Go on, Greg. Boy, go, oh boy. I'm going to go, oh, oh boy, because oh boy. of number seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. And the last one there, rookie, Kadarius Tony, who's going to be really playing from the slot. So that's against J Lou. Nine fantasy points. That's actually quite a. F- mm, I think that could, that could be. Yeah. Damn. I, I, think that, I think that's quite accurate. I think nine is actually a fair statement. I think, I don't think it, if it's going to be anything, it's going to be marginal, lower, or higher from that, I think. Mm. So is that yeah. a boy, oh boy, or oh boy, Paul? Yeah, come on. I'll go with oh boy. I think it's oh. not going to be anything less than eight. I think it's going to be between eight or nine yeah. along, right. along that region. 
I'm going to go Hackman. boy, oh boy. And the reason yeah. I'm going boy, oh boy is because it seems as though the other receiver opposite of Trayvon Diggs' receiver is the one yeah. that teams are going to go to. That's so true. if there's somebody that's got to get it, I, I would be uh, – Tony, I would give him – and in nine, that's – yeah, it's not, you can do that. It's not much. Not, yeah. not much at all. Yeah, no. boy, oh boy for me as well. All righty. Somebody, there we somebody go. has to score. <laughs> somebody has to score. It is. It's tricky because that offense, it is, it's hard. I mean, people are going off last week's game. It's the Saints. I'm I'm not going to talk too much on that yeah. <laughs> and upset people. Um, but that is that one put to bed. But go on. Oh, I know you're going to say I've, something, Nipple. I was going to say, what about, like, this is not going to be part of the fantasy competition. This is just a question just in general for the chat and for everyone here. How many takeaways and sacks do you think we're going to get in this game? <laughs> mm. Oof, That's sucks. the question. That's the question. No, we had five. Sucks. We had five yeah. against the Panthers. Yeah. I'm saying five. If, 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 you, if you would say, which offensive line would you say is better, the Panthers offensive line or the Giants offensive line? Oof. Panthers. Panthers? Oh, yeah, I would say Panthers. Panthers. So, mm. so let's go seven then. We go seven. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Is that is that is that is that is that too high? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I they do have Andrew Thomas. They do have Andrew Thomas. But that's just one guy. It's, it's not. No, yeah, but Panthers no didn't have that team. one guy. They didn't have. <clears throat> they didn't have that one guy, did they, Panthers? You don't have a stat for that, Mike, hiding around somewhere? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I will so, find it. I'll find it and send it to you. So, right. so Valentis went for five sacks and three takeaways. So three interceptions. So yeah, we were we were asking about that today about the takeaways and can it last? And I, I just think that um, it has to come down to earth at some point. At, yeah. Well, I just but I feel as though if you're generating if you're generating the kind of pressure that we're generating, I think it continues because you're 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 forcing quarterbacks to make a split decision where you ha may have a guy sitting in that zone. So those are the things that I, I mean. As as long as we're getting pressure, I think those things will continue. So you know, I, 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 yeah. I'm gonna say five sacks, four sacks. That'll be beautiful. I tell you five, what, five though, sacks, I I, I'll tell you something though. If, if, if we're gonna continue with the, with this pressure and stuff like that, God knows what's gonna happen when we play the Saints. Interceptions are galore. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but like that. um, yeah, it was a pleasure, Hackman, oh. to talk to you. Oh. We will pay the bills and in a minute Mike, once you've Mike, uh, done your thing. But Mike, man, come on, man. Listen, guys, I'm dead serious when I say this. Anytime y'all need me, just hit me up, man. I, I'm I'm there for y'all, Paul. When you get here, if yes. I don't if I don't see you when you get here, I'm gonna take that personally. Oh, don't, don't you worry, don't you worry, Hackman. I will okay. be there. Don't worry, I'll, I'll be speaking to Shannon about this as well. And I think Mike's just frozen up for a second here, so you can tell he's not moving. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. There I'm back, he is. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to speak to Shannon as well, because uh, me and Shannon are quite close friends, so... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, hopefully I'll get one day on the uh, at the start, and uh, if you're about, we'll definitely uh, catch up and stuff like that man, for, for sure. sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Th and thank y'all. I, I really let me just say this, guys. I, thank y'all. I appreciate the love that y'all show me over here. It really means a lot to me. Uh, you know, just all the love that I get. Uh, across, man, pe people hit me up and say I'm from Canada. I'm from all over the place. <laughs> and it just it blow. It just 
it literally blows my mind. And I'm telling you guys, don't wake me up. Don't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always know. I'm always sitting there and I can see and I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Wait till one in the afternoon. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, time differences, eh? Yeah, it's a mm. what time is it over there for you guys? Uh, uh, half ten. Half, half ten and the yeah. night. Okay. Noon. But it was like I said to you before that over here in the UK, we get games and they finish at like half or five o'clock in the morning. The only thing that gets us through those cold mornings and those cold days is the warm, effervescent glow of all of your voices over there. Man, that's awesome, man. That, that, that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, for real, Mike. And listen, man, the next time you interrupt Paul about a staff that you have, have your stuff together, man. At least have your I people know. if you're going to interrupt. Don't be like, come on, man. Don't do Paul like that. You don't even have the people. And then you got to get help from the chat on the bottom. Of the <laughs> hey, come on, man. Come on, man, Mike. You better than that, Mike. I believe you. Man, love oh. you guys, man. Love y'all, man. Holler at me anytime, man. I appreciate y'all for real. I, I'm, we'll talk to you over the weekend again. Again, heck, man, it's been a pleasure to have you and for your time as well. That we know, well, I, I uh, grab you, Tiger. You're a tiger, Graham. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Later, <laughs> yeah. See you again, Hackma. And there he is. So, we will quickly before we uh bust out of here, we will pay the bills. So, guys, we are allowed to travel to America. Yeehaw! That means we... Cowboys Experience and their events are available to people in the UK. If you're going to go to any of the games this year, uh, make sure you book it through Cowboys Experience. They have game day tickets, stadium tours, tailgate parties, uh, the whole shebang, an entire package you don't want to miss. And if you just tell them UK Cowboys sent you, guys, what happens? You get free stuff. It's really Literally just UK Cowboys sent free stuff. And j j j there you uh, have it. Oh, oh, Mike, just also just to let people know, it's like we're still awaiting for the official date from people to fly over to the US, even though they say it's early November, but we're still waiting yeah. for the specific date. So don't book your flights just yet. If you're Paul has his over. finger on the pulse on this one. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I, we have a so, government insider. Yeah, so... The way I'm standing right now, I am due to fly out for the 4th of November. Uh, and hopefully I get to go to the Denver Broncos game. I hope that's the case. But we don't know what's going on. We are waiting for if it's going to be the 1st of November, uh, like the government, uh, US government were going to say. If, it's, if that's that, then great. But if not, then I'll probably have to reschedule my flight. So like I said, See. just... Watch it when you're booking your flights. Just wait for the official word from the government when you're booking your flights. So you haven't yeah. bought game day tickets yet? Oh, no. Eh, I, 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 not just yet. I'm just waiting word from the government. I will get them, though. Mm, well. No, no, I will get if, them. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, I was going to say, if 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 you need to, I can have words. Oh, no, I'm already... Yeah, all right then. Okay, all right, all right, all right. But that is it for gonna, this week. He's going to be Jerry's butler. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's not like the butler of uh, American Pie. But um, <laughs> oh, we didn't give. A, oh, did we give a shout out to everybody? Yeah, yeah, we've done, we've done that. We've done the shout out. 
so we're all set up here so guys uh make sure you join us uh if you're in the uk cowboys fan group uh we'll be there in the chat and on twitter doing the play-by-play if you can't watch the game uh but that is it for this week from myself from paul and graham i'll let them finish off the show and we'll see you all over the weekend guys have a safe one go cowboys and let's get that dub see you next time